Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic, which I've given Michael no introduction to, it's tentatively titled, Why I'm Right About Most Things. <laughs> to, uh, to get that reaction, you needed to... Uh, <laughs> I needed to me. not tell you in advance of what it was going to be called or what it was going to be about. It's funny because I feel the same way about myself. <laughs> and and And, and, I, and, and uh, I often, we joke about that around the house because my wife Susie says, you're always right, aren't you? I go, well, not always, but most, most of the time. <laughs> so, uh, people are probably listening to this thinking, geez, these guys are really obnoxious. But <laughs> the, the point of what I got, I got thinking about this last night, I actually, um, what got me thinking about it, I ran into a client yesterday afternoon, just socially. And they were saying, and, and they had, over the last year, there's been a fair few uh, changes in their life, though. One of them's retired, the other one's leading up to retirement. They were selling properties, uh, getting set up to start to you know, draw an income in retirement, all these sort of different moving parts. And a year ago, we sat down and they were sort of going, oh, there's just so... And I, and I could very easily just see how things were going to play out over the next year. Mm. I, I went, right, well, this is what's going to happen. Then this is going to happen. And you're probably going to feel this way and, and you're probably going to feel this way and this is how it's going to be and you, you, we're going to get to this stage and you're going to be really uncomfortable about this but that's okay because we're going to do this now so that you don't then have to stress about that. And it was sort of like a bit of a, a conductor going, okay, this is how it's all going to play out. And so and then and then the reason why I feel like I can I can record this podcast is then when I ran into that client yesterday, he, he sort of jokingly said, geez, you were just... You were just right about everything, weren't you? You just you just knew exactly what was going to happen, what we needed to do, and you know how it was all going to play, and it's all just gone according to what you what you'd sort of suggested and, and how you thought things were going to go. And so I thought the same thing because I go normally my wife would go, "You think you're right about everything, but you're not always." But when it comes to retirement planning and financial planning, we, we are right about most things. And I was thinking about why that is because. I think is it, it's not just the fact that well we're financial planners so we're right about uh, about that. There's to me there's four distinct reasons why and, and things that we have really worked on and that we see as integral part of our role so that we are right most of the time. And that's those, those are sort of the, the the way that I sort of thought about. It. So I just wanted to run through each of those things because. I think with new clients, it's sometimes hard to, or even people listening to this podcast. I, I could, I've often said, I feel like there's some character in Greek mythology where they, they have they they could tell the future and they could see prophecies of this is what's going to happen, but it was a it was a blessing and a curse because the blessing was they could see the future, but the curse was that no one would listen to them. Mm. And sometimes I feel like that where something will happen, I go, I know how that's going to play out, and it's not going to be good, but. Mm that's fine, it has to just play out that way. So I thought if I run through 
why I'm probably right. That way, the next time I have this conversation with the client, I say, I don't think you should do that because it's not going to work. And they go, well, how would you know? Why would you know? I can just direct them to this podcast. And yeah. Go, this is why I'm probably right. It'll be podcast in the 150s, I imagine. <laughs> so somewhere in that, yeah. in that vicinity, you'll be able to say, listen to podcast 100. Yeah. We, sorry, for the listeners, we don't actually we don't know, know what, 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 what uh, Arlie's area of, of the sound engineer here of, of the... So just a glimpse into um, podcasting, we, we, we come up with a range of topics and then we and then we hit the podcasting booth yeah. and we record and yeah. record and record and record. So we um, we actually, we have plans to, to get more than one done today, of course. So, <laughs> so we're not too sure what uh, number, number or be. what episode this will be. But yeah, I'll, I'll have somewhere to direct clients to when they say, why do you think you're right about this? Okay, because I'm right about most things and here's why. So <clears throat> so let's burrow down to the weeds. That was the 30,000 yeah, feet yeah. view or foot view. And it'll still be the, the, the 30,000 foot view here. But but I think if you break it into four, there's four reasons. This is, re- this is a really obnoxious thing and I can't wait to tell Nicola that this is, this is what we recorded today is. There's four reasons why I'm right about most things. <laughs> Jeez, that would be a great topic for uh, for the uh, title for this podcast. Yeah. There's four reasons, four why, reasons I'm right. why I'm right about most things. So the first one is is I think what most people think of, which is technical expertise, which is yeah. you know, we, we've I've done ten years of now, and, and you know, you've done more. You do you do a lot of study in this industry. You have to do a lot of study. Um, it's getting more and more onerous, but. You have to do a lot of um, you know, off-the-job study and um, you know qualifications, and then also even just as part of your continuing professional development, you've got to do a lot of a lot of study, and, and so there's the technical ex- expertise component there, as well as just the fact that you know you're spending you're spending every every working hour of the week, and and even some of the hours when you probably trying not to think about it, you're spending all of your time just thinking about these these topics, you know, financial planning and retirement planning and how that all works together. So you just, those pathways in your brain are lit right up because that's what you're doing day in, day out. And, you know, we see this with with everyone. Like everyone's an expert in what they do day in, day out. And, and if they're not, they should be because mm. that's just how it works. Is that if, you, if you spend all your attention and all your energy thinking about something, it's it's going to be, it's, it's going to be the thing that you get better at. So... Mm. So yeah, I mean, and a good example of that would be, and this is the same for all clients of ours. Okay, well, there's you know, you've got ten thousand dollars each going into superannuation yeah. from yeah. your employers. Yeah, that means we can put in fifteen thousand dollars each, yeah. thirty thousand dollars combined. Yeah, um, yeah, you're on a thirty nine percent marginal rate of tax. Yes, we can arbitrage that yeah. by yeah. paying only fifteen percent. Yeah, exactly. Going right. in, so, so that's the tech. So that's technical. an example of one of the elements of the yes. technical yeah. expertise. And that's like I say, it's that's black and white technical expertise. Yes. In in in, I guess there's varying degrees of tech, technical expertise, but yeah. but but that one is black and white. It's yeah. a black and white one. And that, that's that's exactly right. And I think that's what most people think of is that because we know the rules, for example, we know the tax law, we know how superannuation works, and that is one component of it. The second component of it is is what I would call. Um, experience and and by that I just mean we've done a lot of a lot of repetitions we've mm. we've not just spent a lot of time learnt like knowing the actual black and white stuff but we've done a lot of repetitions of meeting with people and understanding how people think about 
uh, money. And so this is what I would, I would call here the, the breadth of experience where, I mean, a good example is, remember that a while ago when we were cleaning out the office and we had a, a wheelie bin full of old files and it was it was all the, all the old folders that we'd, you know, if someone books a meeting, they get a, like a manila file to set up. And um, I think we've explained this before, but, but often we have a lot of meetings with people that don't then become a client because it's just not the right fit or they don't necessarily need our ongoing service. We just have a meeting with them for an hour and send them on their way. So, you know, I realized that we've, between the two of us, we would have done thousands of, of first meetings with people. So we would have met thousands of people in that sort of age range or in that stage of life where they're thinking about all the sorts of things that our clients are thinking about. So you get a, you just get a lot of repetitions. It's a lot of experience of, and that's like I say, a, a breadth of experience of different people, different situations, different mindsets, different perspectives on things. And every every individual person has their own has their own worldview and and if if you're if you only have experienced your own worldview, it's sort of impossible to have that breadth of experience. Whereas mm. that's sort of one of the advantages of, of what we of, of I guess our role in this is that we've seen that. We've seen thousands of different ways to do this and different ways of thinking about it and, and all the rest of it. And you know, um, probably you more than me because you've been coming up to what are you twenty years in the industry now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's remarkable, isn't it? When you when you um, uh, when you go back through and have a look at the meetings that you have done, and yeah. um, and and like you said, like a lot of the times, it's just not a right fit, or yeah. we can't add value. So I'm talking to someone now, yeah, uh, who was referred to us, and he's a member of the Tasmanian uh, state government, yeah. And he'll never become a client because I looked over his I looked yeah. over his situation and yeah. I said said um, what they offer yeah. in terms of their like a defined benefit defined benefits pension, pension yeah um, is what you should go with so yeah, yeah like that, that yeah. You just basically a, need to lodge a form tick the box and, and, and yeah there's other people that we we meet with and um, yeah they would would be a good fit. But yeah. they don't really want to get down and do the, the yeah. nitty gritty work. Yeah. So we say, you know, in order to get to that yeah. situation, yeah. you need to put in a thousand dollars a fortnight, and they and they never come back and see us. Yeah. So I say yeah. I can only assume that they either yeah. a don't like my haircut, <laughs> um, or, or or b they didn't yeah. want to actually do the hard work. Yeah. yeah. So so there's plenty of that. There's plenty of yeah. there's plenty of repetition. Yeah. Um, and and. Uh, I hope I don't steal your thunder here, but but it's it's repetition with the right type of people, and what I mean yeah. by that is that that they're not it's not repetition with yeah, twenty five year olds yeah, who yeah, are yeah. first home Which, buyers. Yeah. It's repetitions with people that are fifty and above yeah. who, who are all yeah. um, they're not all the same. But however, they're all they're all looking to achieve similar things, very very similar things. Yeah, and that's I guess. It's, it feels like to me now. We've talked about this, I think, on the podcast. It, it almost feels like muscle memory, where because you're doing that type of thing, that breadth of experience, where someone coming in for a first meeting, mm-hmm. they send back a, a one pager <laughs> of their information. I can almost pull that out and go, and and it just it feels like it just pops straight into my head of, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's often, it often needs more digging to to get to, but you, you can kind of look at it and go. Think I have a rough idea of their situation and what they and and the main things that they need to focus on in order to get where they need to be. And I sort of mm. think I probably know roughly where they where they're heading and what they're mainly worried about and all those mm. kinds of things. And then, 
you know, I was talking about this with with Ali the other day, who's who's um who's uh, yeah, sort of training up, and I was saying one of the things that's hard is you, you you get so good at that that you do all those repetitions, you get so good at the muscle memory that you actually have to stop yourself and go. I've looked at that. I think I have an idea in my mind of how of what these the situation these people are in and where they're trying to head to and what they probably need to focus on. Then when you go into the meeting, you almost have to put that aside and go, okay. Now, now, actually, stop and, and ask all the questions and, and yeah. check everything. Don't think that you know the answers before you do. But yeah, I mean, I mean that's a, a separate issue again. But it, it is, it just gives you an idea of that's the amount of the amount of repetitions that we do there that you you feel like it's almost a muscle memory thing that kicks in. Yep. So that's that's what I would. So second, it's number two. That's number so, two. So number one, technical experience. Yep. Number two, breadth. breadth. Uh, sorry, technical expertise. Number yep. one. Yep. Number two, breadth of experience. Yep. Number three, I would call length of experience. So, when we're looking at it, we're just in the process of reviewing a, a lot of things for our, all of our clients at the moment. And one of the things I noticed is, I mean, that's how time works; it goes on. But if you, the longer we are in business, the more the more that the average length of time that someone has been a client of ours goes up. So, mm-hmm. if you look at right now, for example, the average length of time that someone's been a client of ours is probably somewhere around five years, I would mm-hmm. guess. There's some that have obviously been around since we opened the doors ten years ago, and there are some who have just come in last month, basically. But but there's there that five years probably feels about right on average. I'm seeing a lot of clients that that have been around for that time, and so I guess that that length of experience. What I mean there is 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 I know those individuals, so I know what they have done over the last five years. I know what they have not done over the last five years. I often know how to tailor things so that it will fit them exactly and, and know what are they going to be able to stick to and what are they not going to be able to stick to. And some of that is a, um, some of that is, is a, a bit of a breadth of experience where you get good at sort of reading people and what's probably going to work but some of it is almost it's trial and error you go okay we're going to try and you know for example saving money everyone everyone tends to save money in different ways some people it's easy for them to get motivated if they can see money stacking up in the bank for other people they almost have to see it getting paid off a loan Mm. for other people you have to take it off the top and and salary sacrifice it straight into super Mm. and so there's a few different ways to skin that cat and it's just a matter of going okay well over five years, you very quickly okay that that's not quite working. Let's tweak that. Let's tweak that so that, and that's why that five year thing popped in my head is is most people that we're looking at now. I think that after the first few years, you really get a you get a rhythm going, and they're just rolling along really well. Where you sort of ironed out those kinks, they've worked out how to how to run their household expenses and budget and everything. We've worked out how to work best with them, and so you get that length of time where. And I think it builds up in a couple of ways where you know them really well and then also they know you really well. And so, they've, again, yeah. they've seen the runs on the board where if I, if you say to do something, it's probably going to work and, and here's why. Mm-hmm. So that's I guess I'd call that length of experience. And, and you would also see that, you know, you've, you've got clients that have been with you for a lot of years now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I, like, I like how you split that up, length of experience, breadth of experience. So to correct me if I'm wrong, breadth of experience – you're talking about um, the across the whole group of people that we yeah. deal with and yeah. the thousands of meetings yes. that we've had. Yes. You build up 
yes. this is what suits most people. Yes, exactly right. As the breadth of experience, the length of experience, you're talking about individually with that with that, that particular client or yep. that couple that yep. are a client. What will work? The for them. the 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 um, the uh, interrelation interpersonal relationship yep. with that particular couple and what yep. works for them, what doesn't work for them. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting one because you often find that. You know, the bigger picture things stay the same. But even mm. as we're looking at this with all of our clients now, you'd be finding the same thing. You review and you go, there's something a bit different about everyone. Every mm. everyone we're we're doing similar things, you know, we're probably maxing out contributions to super and we're paying off debts and we're, you know, doing all those things. But the way that you do it is just a bit different because I know, you know, I know for for John and Jane Smith, if I do it this way, that's that's how they'll be comfortable with that, and they'll be happy with that, and they'll stick to that. Whereas if I was doing that for for someone else over here, they they wouldn't be able to stick to it in, the, in quite the same way. So that's that's I guess what I call absolutely. That. I mean, I, I have a, um, a a client who's in the medical profession, but he's a, he's effectively a consultant, yeah. and um, he goes through periods of of time where he takes on a lot of work, and, and he, yeah. he gets offered a lot of work, and yeah. and um, yeah, builds up. Four or five different sort of yeah. employers, and I'm constantly checking in with him yeah. because I know yeah. you know him that he's know. He, he has a bit of a tendency to, and I, and I can understand this is is to get to that stage where what's the point of it all? Yeah, so, so <laughs> you've always so, got to dial him back. So I'm always gets, yeah. always check it in with him yeah. to yeah. say, okay, yeah. um, let's get the balance of life yes. right, and and you know the backup plan to this is that yeah. if you want to cut back, and, yeah. he, and he does go through periods of time where he does want yeah. to cut back. Yeah. Okay, what we do then yep. is, um, you know, we swing the dividends that you're reinvesting yep. right now. We swing that into your bank account and, yep. and use that to yep. to pay down um, yep. your loans and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, hey, it's, yeah that's it's, exactly it's, right. And it, it's sort of one of those things it, it, that only comes through experience. That only only comes from working with with the same person for a number of years, and that's that's how it tends to tends to work really. Well. And that's why we we find that. It's often not as easy as us just saying, here's, here's the plan, here's what you need to do, go and do that for the next 10 years because mm-hmm. you have to, even to get that initial plan right, you have to have been working with someone for a while and understand them. So but that's, so that's I guess, the, the third point there is that length of experience. The fourth point here, um, I, don't really, I don't quite have a snappy name for this, but it's almost like where I think we are as, the, as, a, as someone's financial advisor, I think we are the perfect distance removed from them and their financial decisions emotionally in order to help them make the best choice. So mm. what I mean by that is we're, we're, we're removed enough to be logical and rational. So we're not, like you use that example of your, you know, your, your medical professional who is, is you know, working, getting burnt out. You're not, you're not waking up and going to work with him every day. So you're not experiencing the same feelings of burnout you're not experiencing that same um Mm -hmm. quite that same emotional state so you're not you know you're removed enough and you and you you're enough to be impartial and to be logical and to be rational about things but because we're working with people and, and we only take on clients that we that we like and respect we're still close enough to actually care and so that's i think the right balance there is that you need someone in your team who is is going to be the logical, dispassionate, rational one, or, or as a good mate of mine always says about me, someone who's dead behind the eyes. <laughs> but then you you also need that person to actually care about you, and that's I think the yeah. other part of it is that, again, from working with people over an extended period of time, you 
you do care and you want what's best for them mm. and you want what's best for them now and over the long term. And um, so I think that's sort of the role that we often play there is we know, we know our clients, we care about our clients, we want what's best for them, but we are removed enough to be like a personal trainer. We're removed yeah. enough to be able to go, well, it's not us. It's actually feeling the muscle burn. So we can, we can probably push them further than they feel like they can. So, Yeah, look, um, an example that I have just recently Say a retired couple, yeah. uh, clients of mine, um, uh, were offered to buy a vehicle from their neighbours, and the vehicle's in immaculate condition. And yeah. it's a little bit more expensive than than certainly one member of the couple wanted to pay. Yeah. Um, so we we spoke about it, and I, I always preface that conversation with, "Look, it's 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 your money, and you are free to do yeah. with your money whatever you whatever you please." Yeah. Um, here's some of the things that I'd consider. Yeah, yeah. it's it's you know. So we went through that, and um, and people, without digressing too much, people people tend to see decisions of this or that. So yeah. it was yeah. keep our existing car or do that. Yeah, or do that. Yeah. Um, and and that's. But I think that's a great example of we all do that. It's mm. it's the reason why we can we can come in and go. Well, why is it? It doesn't have to be A or B. What about C, D, or yeah, E? Yeah, so we started looking at C, D, and E, um, which was why don't you do a bit of work to this existing car? Yeah, and you've told me numerous times in our conversation that it's so reliable and it's yeah. been it's giving you no troubles and yeah. things like that. Yeah, um, yeah, you, you're just now getting back to in from your retirement savings. You're yeah. just now getting back to yeah. the position where it's just slightly above where we'd expected it to be at yeah. this point in time. Yeah, coming back from, of course. Yeah, um, 2020 coronavirus. Yeah. So I said, "What if you, what if you drive this existing car, yeah. do a bit of work to it, drive yeah. this existing car into the ground? Um, if that gets down the road three or four years, and yeah, it it, it lasts that long, um, by that stage we can reassess and see if you're ahead even further of where we expected you to be. be at this point in time." Um, yeah, there's, there's there's plenty of different options. Yeah, there at that point in time. So I mean, that's just one example. So the the you're right in terms of um, I'm far enough removed emotionally yeah. from that. Well, like you're you're not driving the car. I'm not so driving. You, the you know vehicle. what I mean. So you're it's easy for you to go. It's just a dollars and cents thing. This is the impact this will have on you over the next five years. Mm. What are the trade offs? What else could you do with that? Whereas if it's if it's you going and test driving the car, it's easy to get caught in that emotional thing of ah, but this is a really nice car and we like it and it's got you know the new car smell or it feels good or it feels whatever. Mm. So yeah, I, I think that's that is what makes it easy for us to, to do that. Yeah. So um, we wrap up. Yeah. So number one. So, so technical to, expertise. To summarize why I'm right about most things. <laughs> the four reasons why I'm right about most things. <laughs> Look, you could check. To, to not sound so conceited, we can say there's four reasons why a good financial advisor <laughs> is right about most things. That's and true. people know you're you're implying that yeah, we're talking well, about you, but it's I, just I you're, best, not, you're, not, so you're, not, you're not outwardly coming out and saying there's four reasons why I'm, no, I'm always right. I, I, but I want to leave it as why I'm right about most things so then I can also refer my wife Nicola to this podcast. You can say, there's, she's um, you can say there's four reasons why I'm usually right most of the time. So you've got two, um, two, yeah, two percentage variables voice. there. Yeah. Um, no. so, so wrapping up, Technical expertise, yep. and that is that is um, essentially 
yeah, uh, black and white, black yeah. and white decisions there. Yeah. Okay, you can put this money into superannuation. Yeah, you, you know, you can you can yeah. save thirty nine percent tax here, pay fifteen percent tax yes. here. Yeah. Here's all the technical rules that we know yeah. about people of of yeah. uh, that are approaching retirement or yeah. that are in retirement. Um, number two, yeah. breadth of experience. Yeah. So all the first meetings that you've had and yeah. all of the existing clients yeah. that you have and, and yeah. knowing. Um, a good cross section of of, of yeah. what's important to those people. Yeah. Um, what are the? I, I guess you you that's a that's a cross section look, isn't it? Yes, at at all exactly, those people, yeah, like you're looking yeah. at technical expertise, you're looking at yeah, um, emotional a lot decisions, of ranges you're seeing of different situations, perspectives, you know, all those sorts of things. all those things. So across all of those people, what are the what 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 are the commonalities? Yeah. Um, what are the problems that yeah, you see? What things what things tend to work well? What, what things tend well. to go wrong? That sort of thing. So breadth of experience. Yeah. Number three, uh, length of experience. Length of experience with that particular client. Yes. So yeah. so, what works for that client? What work what yeah. doesn't work for that client? Yeah. Are they yeah. are they people that work better by saving money? Yeah. Up into a bank account and dumping yeah. that onto their super fund every year. Yeah. Are they better off yeah. saving money into their bank account and, yeah. and paying it off a loan? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, all those what, types what of things. Do we need to that, take money? Yeah, what are the things that they tend to get, you know, where do they tend to get caught with things going wrong? Where do they not have to worry about these things? Where do they tend to overspend? Where do they not? Yeah. All those sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, do they need to be loosened or tightened? So, <laughs> exactly. so do, do, do they, yeah, do they, uh, are they working, are they, are they working too much and, and they're going yep. to throw the towel in and, and yep. say, what's the point of it all? Yep. Um, do they need to be yep. be be pulled back a little bit there? Yep. Um, do they need to be pushed forward yes. a little bit? Because exactly right. That's, that's exactly how I think. Do they need to be loosened or tightened? Yes. I think experience can tell. So that's number three. And uh, number four yep. was... Yeah, being able to... Being close enough to care but far enough removed from the problem to be able to be logical and rational. Mm. And so, I, like I said, I don't have a snappy name for that, but I think that's that distance, the emotional distance is, is getting that exactly right. And that's, you know, we've talked about that. That's why we only take on clients that we do, that we do like and respect is because we have to actually care about you, the best outcome for our clients. Otherwise, mm. we're, not going to, we're not going to make them do the hard yards. We're not going to do the hard yards with them of doing what, what it takes over the long term. But at the same time, while we're doing that, we need to maintain that that ability to to be dispassionate and to just be rational and logical about about the situation, about the decision they're making at that point in time. Thanks for listening, and Dallas. Thanks for sharing the four reasons why you're <laughs> usually most of the time right. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty financial advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.